I think season six. We've done this six times. What that means? You know what that means, Steve? I could have raised a child by now. <laughs> or like have been like well on the way. Hey, that child would be able to shit and eat craft dinner. Wow. Wow. I mean, if we're going by like community Dan Harmon rules, next season we have to do a movie. Can you imagine? I don't even know what those rules mean. I'll do a whole fucking TV series and I'm not doing Netflix. The Hulu. Sorry, Hulu, come on. We want you. Come get at us. You're actually our choice. I would love to be on Hulu. Actually, you know what? I want to be on Roku. I bet you our best bet is to get a Shudder series, and it'll be like a horror reality (laughs) series of what happens when you make a podcast that does an episode of a book every day for three years. Two years? Three years? Ooh, spooky. We are back, everybody. I am Will. He is Steve. And we are diving into the next edition of the Wheel of Time series by Robert Jordan. This time we are looking at book four, The Shadow Rising, which gives me, like, off off like the, off the title itself, gives me Empire Strikes Back vibes. I don't know if the book is going to be like that. It makes me think of uh, He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. <laughs> because I think when I read the title, The Shadow Rising, it does come through as Skeletor. You are correct in that. Shadow Rising. <laughs> shadow Rising. Yeah, there is a little bit of that for sure. So I'm getting right off, right off the beginning. I'm getting dark vibes from this book. Well, you're also back in therapy too, right? You were saying the dark vibes are... Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, things are real spooky there. Ah, no, therapy is (laughs) no joke. I need it. You need it definitely. And you know how (laughs) we can get you into therapy? Patreon.com slash chapter by chapter. We have a new therapy tier. It's actually the old (laughs) tier. It's any of the old tiers. But now they just go towards our our collective therapy. We kid, but they would actually, they would go towards that. It would definitely help us improve the quality of the show. If we went to therapy. Uh, yes. So patreon.com slash chapter by chapter. Check us out. We have a weekly podcast, weekly ish podcast on there uh, where we cover a v- variety of things, including the Lord of the Rings, the new show that just came out, including the house of the dragon. We did a little coverage on that as well. And of course, when the new season of wheel of time comes out, whenever that happens to be. Some listen, some, the, th- the really fun thing about the Patreon bonus show is that as a patron, we give you full access to basically make us your personal podcast slaves. I know we don't like to use that word, but I use it already. And you can really <laughs> pick whatever topics you want us to say. Right? And, you know, I don't know. It's it's some more workshopping, right? But you can Just make tell us, us what da- you want. basically, yeah, you can say dance monkey and we'll dance. So there's we'll a dance, dance. there's a dance monkey tier. Check it out. 
patreon.com slash chapter by chapter podcast. All right. So now we got the Patreon plug out of the way. Let's talk about the new season coming up that we're doing right now. We're going to change a little bit of how we do this show. Okay. Last, last season and all the previous seasons before we used to do this game. Remember this, Steve? We start the season off. We go like, what are your predictions for the rest of the book? We write down all yeah. our predictions. You would and cheat. then we start doing the book. You would, I would cheat, cheat a bunch. You would yell a lot. So much. I would get a lot of things and right. Then I would, would dissect popular fiction. Yeah, but then I'd cheat and like... <laughs> I'm ruin everything. <laughs> screw you over uh, a little bit. You ruin everything. So we have decided... To change that altogether and nix the whole predictions game. Because we realized once we started the predictions game, we forgot about it for the rest of the, for, for the entire season until the last episode <laughs> when we were scrambling and trying to figure out what the hell did we figure out. And sometimes I would lose the notebook Again, I had for all the <laughs> predictions. Thing. Again, I remembered everything. <laughs> Will is the one that he fucked it all up. He forgot things and then he cheated to try to correct things. And now we can't correct. do it anymore. Again, can I have to stress that? So now we're going to just go to weekly predictions probably we'll see how, how this goes but at the end of we'll each week we're going to start making predictions for what we think is coming in the book next week that way we can stay on top of our toes stay frosty oh right be like little like ballerinas my toes yes i like that uh we're also going to be introducing a new segment at the end of the week weekly heroes and zeros that's right everybody we're going to be looking at the main players of the book for that week and naming the one who was the hero, and naming the one who's the zero. This is a stats tally. This is a stats tally. Okay, it's not just a it's not just a long term bit for us to every week say like, oh, Tom's the fucking MVP, right? And nine Eve sucks. That's definitely not gonna happen. <laughs> That's definitely not gonna happen. <laughs> we'll see. And another thing we're gonna try to do on on our on our Friday episode. These Friday episodes are gonna be packed to. Hell, maybe we'll have to like most of this won't happen. <laughs> no, exactly. We're going to try, we're gonna try doing our own little adventure alongside the characters oh, of the man. Wheel of Time. I forgot that we decided to do this. Look, yeah, yeah. The other night we were coming up with ideas and I smoked a lot of weed. There it is. The other night, the, it was last night, Steve. I don't it was know. Last night. I don't In know. Fact, I, you know what? I think it was it less was than six hours night. ago. It was fucking not last night. It was two nights ago. <laughs> Fuck you for trying ago? to infiltrate my mind like that. All right. But we, I, we came, I came up, I'll say I came up with the idea. Fuck you. You Will. came up with the, okay, fine. fine. <laughs> to inject right. us into the book. Will and I are going into inside of the shadow rising. I bet you didn't know mm. that the chapter by chapter boys are in that book. Well, they are now. We are. We and are. how's that going to work? We're not entirely sure, but we're we'll going see. to figure it out, and it'll happen at the end of each week, along with all of these other great things. <laughs> <laughs> Essentially, we need to be near one of the main characters. We need to be... Yes. We'll Maybe that'll get a bit more involved as we go, and we'll build upon it, but you can't just run off on your own. You need to be near a main plot line. So we'll figure out how yes. that goes. See what happens. I think that Will is going to end up uh, a Demane, right? That's a, a female wizard slave to a Shan-Chan. I think I still remember what's going on in this book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. 
<laughs> oh, okay. You remembered more than I thought. All right. This is good. This is good. Things are moving forward here. All right. All right. All right. Uh, yes, we're going to try to figure that out, but we're not going to be figuring it out this episode because we have too much to talk about. Robert Jordan's hitting us hard with chapter one. But before we get started, Steve, there's a book introduction that I want you to read aloud for us. And I'm going to put some, put some special effects on your voice so you sound mystifying and kind of sexy. <clears throat> the shadow shall rise across the world and darken every land, even to the smallest corner, and there shall be neither light nor safety. And he who shall be born of the dawn, born of the maiden, according to prophecy, he shall stretch forth his hands to catch the shadow, and the world shall scream in the pain of salvation. All glory be to the Creator, and to the light, and to he who shall be born again. May the light save us from him. From Commentaries on the Corathian Cycle, Serene Dar Shamal Bortara, Council Sister to Kamale, High Queen of Jaramide, circa 325 AB, the Third Age. Wow, wow. This is okay. This is a perfect introduction here because it, it goes into my first point about this book that I've noticed, especially in this first chapter, is that Robert Jordan has thrown out any sort of easing into this series. Now he's like, we're in it. We're now doing like 40 page chapters. You guys have no, you get there's nothing to hold on to. And he's also I feel like he's also like, guess what? We're doing it again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Remember those last books? Yeah, we're fucking back. And it's pretty much the same thing. There's a bunch of it's evil. It's the same thing. There's a dragon reborn, right? There's Sean Chans and Demonies and White Towers. That's right. There's multiple White Towers now. No, he's not. <laughs> uh, and, and incredibly complex plot lines that you're just being thrown in the middle of. So the first thing that starts off this book here is that we are catching up with Min who I think we haven't seen since the very beginning of The Dragon Reborn. It's been a minute. Moraine? It's been a minute. Whoa! You shouldn't encourage that. That was a good one. It uh, This whole thing with Min <laughs> is interesting because this book goes, unlike the previous entries in The Wheel of Time, this book does not have a prologue. Now, no. I don't know if it should have one but the first little bit of this whole thing with min kind of serves as an exposition dump of a prologue of sort to just sort of catch anyone up who's sort of just hopping in on the fourth book for some reason because it's, yes yes it was a lot of reiterating what had happened and sort of just like you know explaining things like saying oh you know oh she's got to go to the white tower well, the White Tower is this tower that was built by the Aes Sedai, and they all hang out there, and they have these banquets where they eat fish, because the leader of them is yes. a fish lady, and she was born in a fish swamp, and, and they explain it all bit by bit. I got I got some fish metaphors that we're going to get into a little bit, because I caught them. They're, they're in here. He's, he's not letting up. He's going right into, he's diving right into the fish metaphors. So, okay. Uh, you're right. Absolutely. But I, I, I really kind of struggled with kind of orientating myself in this world again after spending uh, a hot minute in Dune. So 
I had to read this whole first section of this chapter, the whole Min part, a couple of times because he's doing oh, that. Man. He's he is doing that it's thing so where long. he's re-explaining like the seven the seven different colors of Ajas. He's like, oh, this is a white Aja. Oh, these are the accepted. Um, he's explaining um, Min's X Men powers where she's like walking around and she sees all these. She's like, like Jubilee. Uh, she shoots fucking sparkles out of her hands and that's it Uh, she sees all these like visions above these uh, uh, everybody's heads in the white tower that they're going to be injured and or killed possibly on the same day yeah Min's got the spooky vision doesn't she oh yeah she's a shutter series like ready to go (laughs) Ah, everyone I look at is dying no Uh, she sees like three Aes Sedai that like that look like they're gonna die on the same day. She sees warders that are all bloodied up. She runs into Gowan, not the singer yeah. that took over for Sticks back in the it's day. It's not the singer. It's not the singer, but a handsome redheaded boy. Yeah, there's quite a few of those in, and in sexual this world. tension spikes here, right? <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. But I think Gowan's more interested. I thought Gowan was more interested in, in Egwene. That was the feeling that I had back in the day. He is, and they and they touch on that. But there is again, there's there's something going on. Robert Jordan does not miss a chance to take no. the pen downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Well, wow, that is a line. That is a line here. So, uh, why Min is in the White Tower right now is that Moraine told Min to uh, to go to the White Tower. Talk to the Amarillan Sea, Swan Sanche, to let her know that Rand is on his way to Tyr to go fulfill his prophecy of collecting Kalador and becoming the Dragon Reborn. <sighs> Which is like, yeah, didn't you guys read the last book? Yeah, exactly. So Min didn't read the last book. She is coming, <laughs> she's literally coming to Swan Sanche, the Amarillan Sea, to, to say, look, the last book is happening. I haven't read it yet, but it happened. It might have happened already. <laughs> Robert Jordan forgot about me in the last <laughs> he book. Forgot, he forgot about me. We don't know how it happened, but look, these are the hard facts. Yeah. Because I, I, I think it literally starts like uh, in the last book in The Dragon Reborn, the, the entire team is hanging out in the mountains of mist after the Battle of Falm. Not the Misty then, Mountains. It's important to clarify that difference. Very different. Yeah, they're not the same thing. And then this book, it starts off with like Min going like she traveled from the Mountains of Mist and now she's going into Tyr or now she's going into the White Tower and in, in, in uh, Tarvalin. And it's just a it's just a lot Min's, like, for me. This Min's is just been lot. following them the whole time trying to catch up, but always like 20 minutes behind him. She's been listening to our show. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, get... you know, that's how we get new listeners. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, okay, so when she finally gets to the Amberlin seat, uh, she has to go through like a couple different people. I think she had to go through like a secretary and the secretary, secretary, and the secretary, secretary, secretary. Yeah. Just kind there's of a like a booth. <laughs> and there's yeah. just a room with an alligator in it, and you just got to get past it. Yeah, it's a little like it's like a locked room situation. Yeah, it's just like you open a door, and all of a sudden it's just you and a gator one on one, and there's a door on the other side. <laughs> And you just gotta get past it. <laughs> you know? And it's up to you. All right. So the the big thing in this in this chapter, I think that's worth mentioning. There's a couple other things we'll get into when the uh, in a sec here is this conversation that 
Mint has with the Amarillo seat. And more or less, it's kind of like catching uh, Amarillo's seat up on the adventures of what's kind of happened in the last little bit. Plus Min's like explaining to her the visions that she just had walking into the white tower, seeing everybody bloodied up and dead. She's like, I think there's probably going to be an attack on the white tower soon, considering all the bloody visions that I'm getting. And Amarillin C more or less kind of like just shrugs it off. Goes like, no, I don't think it's that big of a deal. If it's going to happen soon. Oh, hello, little small mouth bass. I see yeah, you think the dam is about to collapse, but the salmon have reinforced it all day long. Blue heron, oh. take a dip. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> Keep going. Watch out. <laughs> the sturgeon smells the scent in the seaweed always in the pond. <laughs> She's like, fuck, man. Am I right, guys? <laughs> um. Yeah, there there are, there are a couple good fish metaphors. I've got I got a couple here written down. Uh, can't catch fish if they see the net. Hmm. Uh, I I would argue you can. If you have a net, <laughs> you can catch anything in a net, and then it doesn't matter if they see it. Fish are dumb. Fish are really dumb. Even the smartest fish is if he's caught in a net that he sees, he's still caught in the net. So I don't know. What do we? What's the next one? All right, Silver Pike in the reeds waiting for Aes Sedai blood. She's referring to the children of light. Waiting I mean, this is more of a statement. It's not really a metaphor. And then uh, I couldn't find the third one, but there was a third one about her bailing a boat out while it's like, I we're dealing with this problem when really we're trying to bail this boat out. And it was like, I can't remember it, but it was a, it was a good Two one. Two for one shrimp yeah. at Crab Shack on Thursdays. Great. Get ready. Season six is full of great (laughs) fishy jokes like this. Already, uh, I you know what? Uh, Swan Sanchez is in my hero for the week so far. We'll see how this goes, though. Okay. Uh, the big thing here is when Min tells the Amarillo Sea what's going on with Rand that he went to Tear to go fulfill his prophecy. She starts talking. She uh, Amberlynn Seat starts talking about how the prophecies like don't kind of matter. They're kind of more like like stepping stones more than anything for the people to believe in the like guidelines. Born. Yeah, they're more like guidelines. So she's like, there's probably a thousand more prophecies that we don't even know about that he's already fulfilled. But this is just one of those more essential prophecies that he's going to have to fulfill for the people to believe in the dragon reborn. It's not about she's basically him becoming saying like the dragon reborn. Yeah. She's saying like, look, fuck off with the prophecies. Right. Mm-hmm. He's not the dragon reborn anymore. He's the dragon. He's been reborn enough. Right. 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 So it really kind of throws a hole in the, in the idea of the, dragon prophecies because now i'm not thinking of the prophecies as being like something that has to be fulfilled by ran it's something that is used as a political tool to convince the people of the world to fight for Rand when the time is right i'm assuming for the last battle i could be getting that wrong but i think that's what she's more or less describing insinuating here yeah but there's so many bad like at this point there's so many battles like keep in mind like this book is picking up on the heels of like like we just had battles with ghosts. Yes. Ghosts, people. So I don't know. 
But the last battle, that, as they refer to it, the epic last battle that's coming, I don't think it's going to be the last battle at all. I think it's going to be in, like, the sixth book. Well, okay. And this is the other, this is the other problem that I've had with these books so far, is that every single book, at the, by the time we get to the end of the book, Rand kills the Dark One. He kills Balazamon. But he doesn't. You don't need him. Nope. <laughs> you do need him. <laughs> like, in the last book... He kills Balzamon and he's like, yes, I did it. But it turns out it's not Balzamon. Well, the body is Balzamon, but the dark one, the spirit lives on. So it can just become so just a different being. So let's put a pin on that storyline right now. I think we're going to come back to it later when Min is uh, doing more stuff. More I think it just comes. Uh, yeah, when Min is more interesting. <laughs> no, I think it comes down to that she... What is the what does the Amarlin seat tell Min to do? I think she's gonna use Min to look for. She says there's plenty Black of fish Asha. in the sea. You'll never actually catch anything without the bait, but the bait is in your heart. So, so uh, the Amarlin seat is gonna use Min to kind of suss out Black Asia that might be hanging out around her ranks because Min's got, you know, foretelling X Men abilities. And then things then cut to. Elena, do you remember Elena, the red adger that's super spicy? Yeah, me neither. I mean, yeah, no, I do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing much happens here. Uh, she more or less just sees. She's making salsa. Go. She's making salsa. She's making a spicy <laughs> form of salsa. You you done? El Minero salsa. Ding 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 ding. I love it. Uh, she sees Min goes in, go into the Amarlin Seat's chambers, and she's able to put together that there is something going on here because she also has a foretelling ability that leads to her belief that the that Elaine's family, like Queen Morgays and the whole royal family of Andor, who's, they're going to be family? essential. Whose family? Uh, Elaine's family. Like her mom, queen. There you go. You were waiting for that, were you? <laughs> Elaine's going to be important in the last battle, and that's Elena's Elena's whole thing. Elaine's and family, she, and 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 Elena also is able to suss out just by thinking to herself that there is a that Rand could might be able to channel and should be gentled. I think that's Look, kind of he can do definitely one hundred percent channel. People have seen 100%. him in the sky fighting demons. Uh, the next part here is we get cut to the Children of Light and specifically Dane Bornhold. And this whole part of the chapter, I kind of just tuned out. I don't know what the deal is with the Children of Light. I don't know why they're trying to attack. I think the two rivers. Yeah, they, other than we, I think they're being manipulated by the Dark One and possibly Pat and Fane a little bit. I feel like there's there's like words going around. I just think that the the Children of Light are being manipulated by the Dark One to attack Rand's hometown and possibly force Rand out of hiding in Tear and put him in a more desperate situation. I'd say it's a good bet. They also probably want to murder a lot of Aes Sedai on their way. Probably, but they're a long way from Tarvalon if they're in the two rivers. Yeah, 
But you never know. Sometimes you can find an eye that I hanging out doing anything. Sometimes just you find him at a campfire making s'mores. Right? It's true. Go up yep. and kill him. Like, like, I mean, if like that's our, what you, if you were a children of light. Like what our characters child. are doing on the front cover of this book. Yeah, let's look at, let's talk about the front cover. And let's, let's talk, talk about, about our front cover. cover. And, you know, our version of it is not done yet, but man, it's good. Oh, isn't and it great? I really like the choices that were made. So <laughs> we will get back on that. I, I'm a little confused. So on the front cover of this one, I, uh, I, I, I don't know what edition we have here. Yours is like German or something. I think I found yours in the garbage and I gave it to you. I think it's like a German version or something like that. UK maybe. Yeah, ours mine's UK. It says on the back. And it's not Mine for resale. English. Oh, it's not for sale in the US and Canada. So this that's is a why, legal copy. Yeah. That's why I couldn't take your money for it. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So this is drawn. Oh, I thought it was who's, the actual guy's name. Who's, on it, who's it drawn by? <laughs> I, I have a name at the bottom here, but I think it's just an, uh, like a quote that would. Oh, there's a name here. The Fred name is Saberhagen. El Mintambo. Uh, Fred Saberhagen? Yeah, I think yeah, that's. Yeah, Fred Saberhagen. But I think no, he would be a critic. Daryl K. Sweet. Daryl K. Sweet. You fucking asshole. Wow. I don't know any of his work. Probably all the it, books. Okay, so who do you think is who in this? In this? In this? Uh, Rand is in the red here. jacket. He always That's is in the red jacket with a bow. Matt's got to be the one with the mug. But in I'll tell you, sitting down. Yeah, I'll tell you, the guy sitting down looks a hell of a lot like Rand. <laughs> <laughs> and even hey, that guy know, in the back could be Rand, but the guy in the back has got to be Lan. He's I a think the guy man with a horse. It could be Perrin, could be Perrin, but also look to the guy that's on the on the right, on the, on the far there. left, on the far left. That looks like the same guy who's with the other horse. They all look like the same guy. They all look like the same guy. And then we have classic Moraine in like her blue nighty gown. I, I mean, guess this it's could, Moraine. This could also be Egwene. But that person's been on the cover of like all of them, and yeah, always but- in that blue nighty thing but we haven't been entirely sure who it is i think it's supposed to be all of the women mixed into one because there's too many of them to fit on the cover yeah it's a metaphor it's a metaphor (laughs) Uh, okay fucking first chapter of this book it is so long considering there's no prologue and it should be multiple chapters because it jumps around to different groups of people yeah why we gotta put all these people in the same chapters that's, that Don't you realize, Robert Jordan, that people do podcasts about this shit? How are we supposed to do one whole episode about all of this? Terrible, I feel like terrible he's podcast. personally coming after us. I think so too. I think he's. I think he foresaw us reviewing his books in in the future. He could see it now. He's dead, so he yeah, has he, spooky vision, and he can see what's vision. happening. Yeah, and he's laughing right now. He's laughing in our faces. He's like, ha, 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 ha. That's how Robert Jordan I'll laughs. show you who writes the, their pen down below. <laughs> and then he <laughs> takes a ghost shit on us. All right. And a ghost uh, shit last... will ruin your life. That's seven years bad luck. The last bit of this, <laughs> the last bit of this chapter <laughs> takes place with uh, the Sean Chan, who I don't think we've seen since the Great Hunt. Not entirely sure. The 
Sure, let's go with that. Were they not in Dragon Reborn? I don't know. I can't remember. I don't think so. I think we were dealing more with like Trollocs and Dark Friends in that one. And then the Shan Chan. The Shan Chan are like sea folk. You know, they're more like a water yeah. threat. They're southern. They're like uh, Texas Rangers. They're like a bunch of Foghorn Leghorns Where who you are corrupt uh, law officials. No, what? No, they're more like. <laughs> what do you mean? They're, they're more like they're more like seamen. <laughs> well, on boats. Sorry, on boats. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, all right. Now you <laughs> nailed it. Uh, and I don't know, like Suroth, We probably we were introduced to in the Great Hunt. She is a high lady, um, and I think she has assumed control of the Shan Chan after Ran killed. Their last commander, I think his name was Turok. Yeah, Turok, dinosaur hunter, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch yeah, out, yes. T Rex. So now, she, now her whole thing here, I think, is to capture Rand and possibly use his powers to help take over the rest of the world. Not exactly sure, but I'm assuming that's going to be how. Their motivations are going to go. <laughs> I mean, that's generally what everyone wants to do with it. They just want to take it for themselves. Exactly. Use it for their own personal gains, like they become a fucking influencer, right? The Follow problem- me on Twitch. <laughs> but actually, please go to patreon.com slash chapter by chapter podcast. The problem here is that Robert Jordan throws so much prose at you so fast that it muddles up any sort of intention you're trying to gather from these characters. You lose a lot of motivations because he's just explaining clothes. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's classic Robert Jordan move. We need to know the details of the clothes, and he doesn't disappoint. He's not I changing mean, up the format at this point. No, no, no. We no. love him for it. But he for, is, you know, fourth book, and we're quadrupling down, baby. He's going down. He is yeah, he is quadrupling down hard. He he's Look. made this chapter so inaccessible to the modern to like a just <laughs> just the just the average reader that you can't Look. help but like give up. And I want to give up now, but it's only chapter one. I want to talk thread count. Okay, what are we dealing with here? Right. Let's let's pull out the average garment. Let's count the threads, baby. What else are we doing? I don't want to do this. Are we going to do this? I don't want to do this. I don't want to count threads. We already got seven colors on the Aja to worry about. They got reds and browns and whites and greens and blues and yellows and browns. Did I say brown already? Brown. Oh, baby. You said brown. <laughs> Let's not forget about the brown Aja. My favorite of the Aja. All right. We got to end this episode. This we chapter is longer than fucking my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're really getting some bangers at the end of this episode absolutely um, do we have anything left to do here i think we've covered everything i want to just say thank you to our patrons for everything they do to keep us afloat we can't do this show without you and we want more of you to join us so head over to the patreon at chapter patreon.com chapter by chapter podcast and join pick a tier come on we need your help. Good God, we need your help. We should also put the, start putting the link in the show notes. The link to the the link Patreon in, will be in the show notes. The link is in the show notes. Yeah. Thank you for listening. We will be back tomorrow with Chapter 2. Whirlpools. 
in the pattern. it is it's time to thank our patreon gouda grandmasters you guys know who you are but the people don't and i'm here to give you guys a little bit of a shout out because that is what i am here to do because i appreciate you and everything you guys do to support this show all right you want you guys are ready you guys are ready i want to go and thank big cheese daddy i want to thank nick horn and i want to thank degree for women and i want to thank hilder for their support on our Patreon. If you guys want to be like them, head over to the Chapter by Chapter podcast on Patreon. The link is in the description. Join up as as a Gouda Grandmaster. Maybe there is still a spot left. Maybe there's not. Or you can just sign up for the other podcast here. We have a weekly podcast, weekly-ish podcast (laughs) that's up there all the time if you want to get your freshest meat and cheese content, bread and cheese content. Did I just say meat and cheese? How fucking dare me. Bread and cheese content every single week from your chapter by chapter boys. Join up! 